Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now, every Friday afternoon, as part of our Ask Me Anything series, we put your questions to people from interesting backgrounds or working in different jobs and professions. And former jockey Jamie Codd, whose title holds total 22 prizes, two national titles, four northern titles, 12 easterns, three senior awards and uh, one southern title as well, is with me here in studio. Good afternoon, Jamie. How are you? Andrea, um, thanks for having me. So we've a lot of listener queries and questions for you. 087-1400-106, that is the WhatsApp number. Just first of all, how did you get into this? Like, is it a family background business or? Uh, yeah, look, at uh, kind of reared into it. Um, Mum and dad have a farm at home in Wexford and basically there was cattle, horses, sheep. Um, so we've always had an involvement in, in horses. Dad bred a few, he trained a few, um, he even rode as an amateur. Right. Um, and that got passed down to all of us. We, we all started off, my, my, my two sisters, Lisa and Zoe, and my brother, William, we all rode ponies, pony club, the usual, yeah. the usual stuff. And, um, Sure, then just uh, the natural progression was to get into racing yeah. and that's what we did. Yeah, uh, you're so. good at it. You have a passion for it. Sure, might as well try and make uh, yeah, a bit of money out of it. Yeah, I think it's a passion. Yeah. Uh, it is a passion, but look at school wasn't for 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 me either. Um, you know, I did I did my leave in certain St. Peter's College in Wexford and um, yeah, just look at, I got through that. Yeah. But look at horses was where it was I, always going to be. I mentioned you're retired now. Yeah, look at, I didn't renew the licence this year, so it's just a case. Um, yeah, look at, as an amateur, I, I, I'm i busy at home, the farm is busy, I have, I have a full-time job with Tattersalls, uh, who are um, a sales company, a horse sales company, so I'm very lucky to have those two things to, to occupy with a young family. And uh, yeah, just look at racing has been great to me, but yeah, you know, life moves on. Yeah. Okay, load of listeners uh, getting in touch with questions. Pop on the headphones, uh, Jamie, so you'll be able to hear some of the voice notes. But uh, we've this one to start us off this afternoon from Neil. How badly do you miss the buzz of racing and what do you do now you're retired? Um, well, yeah, look at uh, now that I'm not racing, I suppose, uh, working for Tattersalls as a full time job, it's uh, it's pretty pretty full on um, do a lot of inspecting uh, three year olds and yearlings and and folds uh, for the for the store sales for and for other sales and we also have a big line into uh, a sale in Cheltenham every year it's a it's on there's one every month from November okay. till May so uh, it's all point to pointers and you get form on them uh, we're 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 kind of top heavy with with good point of point trainers okay. down in Wexford. So what about it's a what about business. the buzz of it? I imagine like the adrenaline of yeah, coming so up the, to the finish line must be. Yeah, it is. I suppose that's that's probably the thing that you would miss most. But uh, look, I'm probably lucky. I'm still involved. I'm training a few in horses industry, at home. Right, yeah, yeah, and you know I do a bit of schooling and write a bit of work still. And you know, so it's 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 not as bad as that. But look at the big days. You're going to miss the big days. Yeah. Like, is it just, it must be, describe that adrenaline when you're... Look, at it's it's no different, it's no different to any sports person really, like if when they're, you know, Roger Fredder in, in Wimbledon or, you know, I have a brother-in-law, Red Barry, he kicked football for Wexford and he, he went to, um, uh, they were in Leinster final against Dublin one year and I was in the stand and like I came down out of the stand that day, got on, you know, it was just fantastic, yeah. you know, the crowd and that's what, you know, we get to Cheltenham, we get to to Punchestown, those are the, our big days and, um, you know, there's, there's no better feeling 
when you can perform at yeah. those days. Good stuff. We've another question in uh, from Owen, Jamie. How strict do you have to be with your diet throughout the year and how difficult is it to maintain weight for races? Uh, yeah, diet, I suppose, is it all depends on what weight you're doing. I was very lucky as an amateur. I didn't have to do much beyond 11 stone. So like my weight was fine. I always felt that when I was working hard and I was very busy, that my weight, I, I was able to maintain my weight very, very well. Um Look at the lads I would feel sorry for is the lads on the flat um, because they have to cut weight quite a lot. And, um, you know, if if you're not busy one week, if you're not maybe riding as much on the track one week and then the next week, then you have to do low weights. Mm. That's when it gets hard. But my weight, thank God, was always very good. I'd eat and drink what I want. I always used to think because at home we have a family bar and I know Stephen's Day is a a big day. It's a big racing day. And like we would often talk on Christmas Day when you're sitting down to this monstrosity of a Christmas dinner. The poor jockeys can't enjoy Christmas dinner. Uh, No, Christmas is, look, you can eat your dinner, but if you do have a low weight the next day, it is tough now. Yeah. It is tough. Um, we get we get our nights out like you know, like any other person. It's um, d- d- breath testing is is obviously it's in more in racing now, and rightly so. Uh, but we're allowed our nights out. Like we, we you know, we're, we're able. When to you enjoy get the opportunity to enjoy, it, you absolutely do absolutely. We've let an, loose. another question from Brian as well, Jimmy. Can you ever have a personality clash between a horse and jockey, where a horse just won't perform for a particular jockey? Yeah, it's an look, interesting one. Yeah, I, I, I think there is. Um, yeah, definitely. There is some horses where you would say you would get on better with than other horses. Um, and yeah, look at, I, I don't know too much. Is it a massive thing? But definitely throughout my career, I would have said there was the odd few horses that possibly we didn't get on great together. But on a whole, yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 I, I yeah. mean, I would, whatever about you and the horse, I would have thought that even with, with trainers, you know, that you probably yeah. have the potential for big personality clash. Yeah, look, at, I think in, in when you're dealing with people, you have to be a politician. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, at, you have to bite your lip at times and you have to be strong in other times and, and voice your opinion. But look, at, on a whole, if you're dealing with, I was very, very lucky to be dealing with really, really good people, um, point-to-point handlers, my brother, uh, Dennis Murphy, you know, and on the track then, uh, Gordon Elliott, like, he's just an unbelievable man to deal with. And, um, you know, he's very trusting and, you know, I'd say only for him, I, I definitely wouldn't have had a success. It would okay. a great partnership. Uh, another message in, Jamie, your question today from Jane. When you're racing, do you worry about falling off or do you not have time to even think about that? Um, no, no, never worry about falling off. If if you're if you're starting to worry about that, it's it's definitely time to uh, really? to to hang up the boots. Uh, no, look at thankfully um, we call it our bottle um, when we're racing. My my bottle kept intact pretty well, so um, never had that issue. I, uh, I, but I, but it can be. I I would actually say that it's more confidence. Okay. Um, you can lose confidence in what you're doing at well, certain times. Particularly if you've had a fall, you know, yeah, if you get a bad yeah, fall, like yeah, I don't, I don't think, yeah, then. But I, I think your confidence can get shaken at times, yeah. and that definitely can affect you. But a good winner, or you, you give one a good ride again, and I, I think you're back, back, back going well. I uh, I played a short uh, piece of you uh, previously talking about broken bones in in an interview that you did. Um, 
Like is that have you had bad falls over the years? Yeah, look at I have, um, but thankfully there's no fall there that has that has been terrible. Look at I broke my leg a couple of times. I I broke my back, I collarbone, wrist, you know, all these things, fingers, mm. toes. <laughs> uh, but thankfully. I've never had anything that's that's you know like there's been some horrific um, injuries yeah, over the absolutely. years to, to to some colleagues and you know just thankfully that's you haven't had to deal to with anything like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We've another voice note from Vicky. How many different horses might you ride in one race meeting? Um, yeah, so every race meeting there's there's maybe six or seven different races. So you would be riding if you had a ride in every race, uh, you'd be different. You'd be riding a different horse in every race. So um, would you typically go to a meeting with a ride in every race, or just one or two? No, look at as an amateur on the track, say on the on the on the race courses, uh, the likes of Fairy House, Punchestown, we only really got to ride in the amateur races, which are. Hunter chases, uh, the bumpers, which are usually the last races on the day. Um, but then in the point of points, we can ride in every race. So if there's six, seven, mm. eight rides uh, to be had on a Saturday or Sunday, we'd have that. Like I rode in 15 races one day in Strap really? Point of Point. Yeah. 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 It, must be, it must be incredibly tiring though in the body. Yeah. Look, at when you're in it, it, it is. But you're very fit. Like for our job, Look, at we're not a cyclist or running, but uh, racing, we are very fit. Um, and like the horse is doing a lot of the work as well. So yeah, OK, <laughs> uh, we have another a final a voice note as well for the moment. Um, Jamie from Steve this afternoon. How do people normally react when you tell them that of your profession, such an unusual profession? Aren't people, what kind of questions are, do people normally ask initially? Yeah. How do people react when you tell them what you do? Uh, look at I think in Ireland I think in Ireland there's a there's a horse in every field that you pass in every community that you're in there's a lot of horses you know I mean everybody deals or I think everyone has a a graw for a for a horse in Ireland if 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 that sounds right but um so like I think when when you when you say it to people you do ride horses or mm. you you race don't think they get as much of a shock as what you think. Um, do you get a salary as a jockey or does it just depend on the race wins? Asks this listener. Yeah, so um, professional jockeys will get a salary. Um, I'm not really sure the fees now, but yeah, look at it. It's, it's very worthwhile. Uh, an amateur, you are dealing, um, you are not paid, but you can get a present from owners um, if, if a horse wins or that. So, mm you know, you're kind of depending on what you do during the week, okay. whether you're racing or schooling or uh, riding out for a particular trainer and you, you get paid for that. Uh, final one here. Is it the horse or the jockey that does most of the work? If you were putting Hurricane Fly or Honeysuckle or brilliant horses like that, is that half the work done, Jimmy? <laughs> uh, it's the horses. It's a good start, I imagine. Yeah, 100%. No, the horse is everything. The horse is everything in, in our game. Um, you know, we are basically passengers but you do have to, and I suppose that's the key thing, is that you're trying to be a part of the horse without interfering too much mm-hmm. with them. And I think that's the big thing. And you see the really, really good riders. I think that's what they do. They okay. they, they don't interfere too much. They let the horse jump naturally. Um, and look at, I suppose, in a race, a jockey has tactics and 
you know, they, they, they can perform them whatever way. But I think the less you do on a horse, the better. Okay. Uh, do you still go to meetings? Like, are you for Leopardstown now? Sunday? Yeah, Leopardstown both days. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. I've... Um, we Tattersall sponsor a race up there, so okay. we're there. Um, you're there yeah. in a business capacity, yeah, business right. capacity. <laughs> and I, I, have a, I have a friend of mine that's um, just taken over the uh, O'Driscoll's whiskey. He's, he's a sponsor there, in um, he's sponsoring a big race at okay. Leopardstown. So, yeah, we should have a great weekend. Good stuff. Listen, Jamie, real pleasure. Thanks a million for for joining us here today on the program. That's a former jockey, Jamie Codd. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.